Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy on Kaya FM 95.9. You're listening to KFM 95.9, home of Afropolitan. I hope you had a great weekend. I did, very busy, but it was lots of fun. It's a new week, so I'm looking forward to having a great week with you um, here on Sidebar Cindy. If you missed our previous shows, um, you can catch them on um, podcast on FM Rewind on the website kfm.co.za. If you're not in Gauteng, you can listen to us on DSTV's audio bouquet, channel 861, or you can listen live at kfm.co.za. Medical issues, sex and family, finance, parenting and emotional development. Sidebar with Cindy. Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. So this week we've been commemorating Child Protection Week. It started on the 28th of May and continues um, until tomorrow, the 4th um, of June. So tonight's topic is something that's very close to home. And we be, will be speaking about protecting our kids in this age of sharenting. So basically, sharenting is how some of us parents, I'm the, I'm the guiltiest of them all, <laughs> share everything about our kids um, on social media, whether it's on WhatsApp statuses, on Facebook, on, on Twitter. But here we are taking pics of our kids and sharing. And the sharing actually starts before the kid is born. I mean, I know that we have pregnancy shoots where, you know, mummies pose with their bellies and then there's a picture of the baby, that's you know, an ultrasound and there's a picture of this little child. Then we have gender reveal parties. Then the baby's born and there's pictures in the labor room and so on. And so the sharing continues. And the pros, I mean, look, there are some pros to sharing. I mean, if the way families are scattered now, Abu um, Koko can log onto Facebook and, and see what's happening in your life and how their grandkids are growing. But there's also cons to it. So this evening, we're talking about how much is too much sharing, you know? Where do you draw the line with what you share about your kids online? And um, to, to discuss this with me, I have Ulraton Twampe in studio. She's a social media legal um, consultant. And um, she has a lot, of, a lot of knowledge around this area because, you know, things like human, human trafficking and, and, and pedophilia all come into play. So I'm looking forward to your comments and your calls on 86 You can SMS us on 36959. Um, and of course, on social media, the hashtag is Sidebar Cindy, Kaya FM Talk. So thank you so much, um, Lerato, and thank you so much for, for joining me. Thank you for having me. So the oversharing. Okay, first of all, let's just talk about the sharing. I think let's start there. <laughs> let's not dive into the pathology yes. <laughs> immediately. Okay, cool. So, um, so I joined Facebook in 2007. Mm-hmm. And back then, all I did was take selfies and, and, you know, go out and be a social butterfly and post all of it on, on social media. And then I fell pregnant, you know, in 2008. And I think one of the things that, that, that I'm known for, for people who've been on Twitter for long enough, is, it, first of all, Unandi is, what I, is the one I call the Facebook baby. So <laughs> there I was posting every step of my labor yes. on Facebook. Oh, and wow. Omani, the second born, is a Twitter baby. Because when, he was, when I was oh. in labor with him, I did the exact same thing. So, so he's probably more famous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there I was in, in the labor ward, um, you know, tweeting bit by bit. So, you, you know, if you, if, you, if you ever log on, there are days when I revise those, those pictures and you mm. can see me in different stages of labor. Obviously, mm. when the baby, when the pushing came, I logged off for a while. <laughs> and as soon as baby was born, I was back online. <laughs> So this wow. is what this is what social media has turned us mm-hmm. into, and um, and and uh, you know we post pictures of our babies. They're cute. We post we post pictures that eventually become memes. Mm. But there's yes. another side to this. Yeah. Okay. So there's a cute factor about it. Yes. There's a there's a, a sharing factor about it. But there's another side about, of it. So you're here to talk us through the good and the bad. Yes. And the ugly. And the ugly. Yes, definitely. Um. So yeah, the age of charenting is is a huge deal. And as you've said, I mean, it starts from labor and I think that's when it becomes problematic because as soon as the baby is born um, you start you know posting the the whole the full uh, the full name of the child so now I already know the full name I know the birthday I know the parents sometimes you can even put your the the location of the hospital I already know so this is already um, a factor where you can uh, your child can be actually
actually uh, digitally kidnapped. And this is where then I steal the identity of the child. Maybe I'm from another country and I'm just in South Africa. My child doesn't have a birth certificate. Hey, Dr. Cindy's giving birth. Um, doc, it's a baby girl. I happen to have a baby girl. Listen, I have a birthday. I have, you know, the names and I can literally just steal your child's identity just from that information that you have actually provided for me on social media. So, I mean, it's cute, but it's not cute when somebody steals your child's identity. And this has happened. You've you've had cases like yes, this. Yes, it happens where you, they steal the identity of the child and, you know, the full names because the full names are there. Um, the name of the hospital is there. Um, you know, your details are also there, but I can just steal the, the child's name and because the, ch- the child obviously doesn't have, um, the child has just been born, yes. um, you know, and they only just have a birth certificate. So in terms of ID, I can do whatever I want with that information. So the mom, so the, so the mom that has stolen this baby's identity would then take these details. Of course, to, and then um, to home, home affairs, affairs and, before and they even get, before you even get to home affairs or before the processing has been done. Especially if you post while things are happening, then you put your child more at risk because that information can be stolen. I hadn't even thought that far. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's it happens. It happens. And, you know, some people can even go to the crazy extent of using your child's information. So digital kidnapping also happens when people actually steal your, your child's information and you, you put them on an adoption site. So maybe I've been following your child for a long time. I put it on an uh, so it's a scam, basically, yes. for an adoption site where you put it on and you say, hey, um, you know, this child's available for adoption that time that child is not even available for and then adoption. people pay a fee of course and so on and then and, it's just it's over a, it's all a scam yes and then you don't get a child or maybe now they realize that oh my word it's dr cindy's child and they're like dr cindy i've been trying to adopt this child why do you have my child you know because i mean people get very desperate mm-hmm. um and they can do the worst so vulnerable people um get exploited by mm-hmm. people on social media i mean there's a lot of crazy people on social media that can do absolutely anything and everything with your information that you provide for them well if you just um tuned in you're listening to a very sober conversation that i'm having <laughs> with Lerato Ntwampe and we're discussing um sharing um you know when is is the sharing too much mm. uh, when are we sharing too much about our kids um on social media so we have a caller we have a guest and a telephonic guest and her name is riona maharaj i'm um, riona riona welcome to the show hi how are you good thank you i know you very well <laughs> okay wow <laughs> Well, welcome to Sidebar Cindy on KFM. And um, as I've just mentioned, I'm actually sitting here, Riona, and I'm, I'm having a moment because I really do share a lot about my kids and people know everything that's happening in my life and where we are and what mm-hmm. we're doing. I mean, I've tried to cut it down, yeah. but I'm, li- I'm yeah. listening to Lerato speaking and I'm like, I'm getting goosebumps. Absolutely. So what are your thoughts around sharing and, and, and social media and, and, and children? You know what, there's, there's two sides to this conversation. On one hand, like, you know, as a parent, you want to be proud, you want to share everything. But then on the other the other side of the coin is like, there's so many dangers that you only become aware of when you in the industry. And so my brand is about three years old. Yeah. And prior to this, I never shared anything. My kids were so private that nobody would know what my kids look like. However, when my eldest daughter, she's going to be 10 this year, uh, started primary school, the school gave me um, a slip. It's like yeah. an indemnity form to sign, you know, if, if they if they did well, if they so that, that their achievements could be in the newspapers and stuff like that. And then I realized you can't hold on to them forever. And I signed those forms. And with that, um, you know, my, my eldest daughter, she she enjoys singing and stuff and she wants to take it to the next level. So as a parent, I was at a crossroad, you know, whether to share or not. And it was a long conversation. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to share my kids on social media mm-hmm. just so that also my audience gets to know me a little bit better. And then, and that's, and then, Riona, and that's how I know of you because you share these cute, you share these cute videos of your kids, and you share these cute pictures, and that's, and that's, and that's exactly how I know of you because of that. Okay. Oh well, um, that's such a compliment. And then the other thing is, um, however, work as I said, working in this industry, I have a few hacks that, as a parent, makes yeah. me a little bit more responsible. 
and uh, compared to the average parent who it's not their fault. It's just that, you know, you're innocent and you don't think that far because you're not aware of the dangers out there. Mm. Um, so it's like little things like, uh, and I had a conversation with a friend recently. Uh, it, it's small things that you can be aware of. It's like your your kid's school uniform. Yeah. yeah. So be aware of that logo. Don't share that with mm. uh, even with clients at the moment, all I have to do is type in a name on, on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter and everything comes up. It's so easy to, to, to pick up, you know, where you're from, which area you live in. It's not rocket science to kind of fill in the blanks and, and you know, find out about that person mm. as compared to like 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's like little things that parents can be aware of. So as I said, like school uniforms, the area you live in, mm. for example, this is something quite personal, yeah. but my kids' names, um, I operate under my maiden surname. Yes. And so just to, to protect their privacy. So mm. their last name is not public knowledge, if okay. that makes sense. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's it, it other things. Also, this sounds absolutely like sick to even bring up, but as a, as a girl mom, I have to bring this up. Like even if your kids are playing in the swimming pool, if they're wearing a swimming costume, you mm-hmm. as a mom, you have to be that much more mindful as to whether to post that because you have sick people out there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've had I've had messages in in my inbox like from from mm-hmm. weird people, and, and I'm sure every every female goes through that. Mm-hmm. But when you're looking at it from a mom's point of view, you have to be so much more wary because. You have to think for everybody else. Yeah. And Rihanna, before you share, do you do you um, talk to your kids about what you're going to post about them? Do they have a say on what you what you're sharing? So um, now they yes they did from the start. I asked them before. I asked when they were little, but I, I did. So my eldest was about eight when I first put pictures of her up on social media, and I did ask her permission. In fact, she wanted to share her singing. That's how that started. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do videos and stuff, when I do put pictures of them, I always I always tell them like, you know, mom's gonna put a picture up of mm-hmm. you on my blog. Well, Instagram's referred to as my blog. Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, there. Instagram is quite busy. <laughs> and yeah, the little one, as I'm, I think she's more Insta famous than most kids. She mm. she doesn't even need like a second, um, you, you know, like an, an extra nudge because she is there. Uh, so I do ask them permission. They do know. Um, that they are on my platform. Sometimes they ask to see it again. Um, but again, like, I know, and as I said, I look at it, like I look at some parents and it's not their fault. Like if, if are you just a proud parent, like your kid having a mm, bath. Mm. Sometimes it's innocent. It's completely innocent. Or a kid in a nasty thing. Mm. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And I, I look at it from that point of view. But... Um, you know, what I've been exposed to in this line of work as well, it just makes you so much more wary. You start looking mm-hmm. at your kids like, is that mm-hmm. safe, you know, or, you know, cover it up. Or like, even if my kids are sitting on the couch and they, you know, you know, they, they wearing like shorts and stuff, yeah. I won't post that. I'll, I'll crop that picture Okay. because yeah. you have to think for other people. Of course. And the other thing as well that social media does, I mean, the fact that I feel as if I know you because I, you know, I, yeah. I, I see a lot of your posts, that, that, that familiarity. Yeah. So as an yeah. adult, I know the boundaries. I know that I know of Riona. I see her a lot yeah. on social media, but I don't actually know you. Um, how have yeah. you trained your kids around that? Because... I mean, your, your kid could be walking through a mall with someone else that's not you, and a person might say, "Oh, I know you. Your mommy is um, Riona." Blah blah blah. Ha, have you spoken to them about that? I have. Thankfully, my kids are still, although they are on social media, um, they are pretty sheltered, and we haven't had too many run-ins. I mean, I've had people come to talk to me, and like, if my little one was with me, they'll be like, "Oh, okay, you know, you like cabbage, or you know, something that 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 only." Close people to her know, but because I share, yes. um, you know, my audience obviously knows her. Um, and then they, they've been shy about it. They, they, I think the fundamental thing with my kids is that they're not allowed to talk to strangers. Okay. Um, so stranger then, danger, they're very aware yeah. about stranger danger. I, I think, I think yeah, that, that just stems down to, you know, them days and stranger danger, stranger danger. It has nothing to do with the, the social media. You're not yeah. allowed to... Yeah. You're not allowed to uh, speak to people that you don't know. You're not allowed to go to people you don't know. Yes. Um, it's the same. It's the same. That doesn't, there's no barrier. The social media doesn't make a difference with that. Okay. Well, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Kai FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. And I'm, I'm chatting about, um, you know, sharing and the dangers, the pros and the cons um, of, of sharing. You know, we're in the age 
of social media where we share a lot of things about our kids, um, you know, on social media. And so in studio, I have Wilaraton Dwampe. She's a social media legal consultant. And we and, and I'm also joined telephonically both by another guest, um, Riona Maharaj, who's into advertising and also shares quite a bit of her kids on Instagram. Um, so Lerato, back to you. Yeah. Um, so I raised something... Um, and I saw you, you know, <laughs> raising your head. Yes. You were going to I comment. I mean, there's quite a few things that um, she mentioned, which yes. are very important. Um, she spoke about the school um, and how the school uh, gave her an indemnity form to fill in. That's very, very important. I got one too. Yes, yeah. that's very important. And schools sh- should actually have, you should, uh, as a parent, you should ensure that your school has a social media policy in place. And the social media policy is there for you as a, ch- as a parent um, to give consent or permission, um, you know, to the school to either post your your kid with their personal details. So that would be the name, the surname, maybe the grade or whatever achievement that they, they, you know, um, have accomplished. Mm -hmm. So you should ensure that you actually give the permission because maybe you don't want your child um, on social media. So then you have the duty to say, actually, no, I don't want my child to be posted. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can just post the name and the surname and not necessarily the picture. picture. Mm -hmm. And she also spoke about, um, you know, Know, certain things that she posts and uh, and she says for a while she wasn't posting her, her children and the importance of that is that um, you know if you don't post your your, your kids and we, we can speak about um, a few celebrities who have never posted their children and they have created a expectation of privacy for their children so you mentioned that you know somebody at the mall because I feel like oh my word I know uh, Dr. Cindy I know no, it's, it's a, it has I know your kids it yeah has, it has you know I know your kids and you know I'm familiar but you know you actually not so um you know if i see in your mall i could easily just take a picture with you and your and your children or take a picture of your kid and post it on on social media but because you know they already have that digital footprint online you you know you might not be able to have legal ground um you know because they, we already know them but somebody like maybe Basizana Kumalo or even Unatim Sengana we've never tr- uh, seen their children yeah. they've created that expectation okay, of privacy, privacy. Okay. so even if you know I bump into them at the mall and I'm like maybe people are curious on social media to say I wonder what their children look like and I decide to take a picture they can definitely sue me because okay. they've created that expectation of privacy okay. for their children okay so that's so, so that's one of the things that comes with the sharing is yes. that if you share as much as I do mm-hmm. then the privacy aspect falls away yes so like i could i could use your your pictures on social media for example and put them in the magazine and just said you know i i took them from your twitter page mm. especially if it's pri- it's 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 public mm. so also another thing that's important i mean you uh, in the beginning of the show you mentioned that you know you want to share with abokok or maybe an auntie who's living overseas and you can do that just ensure that your your um, platform is private and that they can only see not the rest of the world so maybe intimate things that you want to share make sure that it's private and then you can yeah. share that stuff well yeah. i have two and that's the reason why i have two facebook um, accounts so I have a Facebook account just for family and, mm. and close friends mm. and there's a Facebook account which is open to everybody yes. and that's, that, that is the main reason mm. um, as the children are growing the other thing that um, that, that, that came up so on Twitter um, you know Moni has these poses that he does randomly and sometimes they can turn into a meme mm. so a yes. meme is a picture that looks like an expression of something and you can use it as much as you like on social media. Mm. So there, there was a time when Armani was used as a meme and the caption was was, was sexual. It wasn't a very nice mm. caption. And so I got a lot of messages from people asking me, you know, if I was going to take action yeah. um, on that particular tweet. And I didn't take any action because Marinus and I had spoken about this, you know, way before the kids um, um, started growing up, that whatever whatever's posted, once it's out there, I have no control over it. And this is something that people need to know about social yes. media, that once you put something out there, it now belongs to the internet. Yes. So I couldn't take action against, against yeah. that person, even though I didn't like I didn't like the, the, con, the caption. Yes. It was sexual, I didn't like it, yeah. it was my son's face there. But because those pictures are out there, as you say, I have no legal grounds to... But if, to, if it's sexual, you definitely have legal grounds. I mean, if, for example, let's say it was, you know, if you sexualize a child. No, so he wrong. wasn't sexualized. Yes. It was just a, a caption that was just. Yes, yeah, no, he was. He, he and, and she. Yes, yeah. 
I mean, you could look at that. Obviously, it would go on a case-by-case merit and you'd have to look at whatever content for somebody to um, actually determine whether, okay, this is, 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 you know, borderline out defamation Mm -hmm. or it's sexualizing the child because children are not supposed to be sexualized. That's true. Exactly. So, I mean, there, I mean, it's totally unacceptable. Um, But, you know, I do have a friend who has a, a a meme page, actually, and he actually tells me that some parents are so eager for their kids to be out there and they will send him um, you know pictures of, of their kid like no please post my kid make my, my kid famous so he gets those requests and you know um, he's very very um, conscious of, of what he posts because he recently also had a kid and that changed his whole perspective so some sometimes he does sometimes he doesn't I think it just depends on on the content and what mm-hmm. it represents and how it actually portrays the child. And I still have Riona Maharaj um, as a guest telephonically and she's a mom of three and she's also an owner of an advertising company and she has a great Facebook, uh, Instagram page, that's where I know her from, where she shares about her kids and so on. And I'm also still in studio with Lerato Ndwampe, a social media um, legal consultant and we're speaking about sharing, you know, sharing our kids on social media, where do you draw the line and what are the dangers of, of sharing? So, Riona, coming back to you, um, have you ever shared something embarrassing that one of your kids then came and said later on, Mommy, I actually don't like this? Mm, no, but one, there was an incident once that my one child had one of, had a tantrum and I thought it was cute at that time because she was annoying me. So I recorded it and I put it on my Instagram story. Mm. And one of my followers actually called me out on that and they said, that's not cool what you did to your kid. And it made me think, you know, because I was looking at it again from a parent point of view, you know, like other moms go through the same thing and I was sharing the tantrum. Yeah. And when this, this, it was a guy and he replied to me, he's like, that's not cool. It actually, I felt embarrassed for myself mm. because I was like, I should have thought a little bit more instead of, I just thought I was relating as a mom. Um, and I was glad that I was called out on it because I mean, sometimes, uh, especially having like a public profile, you kind of, sometimes, you know, you you go too far and you don't realize it. Mm. I am sitting here (laughs) and you must see my face, Riona. (laughs) I'm going to need, I'm going to need a strong cup of coffee after this. (laughs) So so one of the reasons, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is about my profile is when I started, I didn't want to be labeled as a wife. I didn't want to be labeled as a mom. I didn't. I just wanted to be me. You know, I just want. I wanted a platform to share things about my own life experiences. And the problem with that is, people like I used to get messages. People didn't know my relationship status. They thought I was single. They thought I was a single parent. And then slowly, when I started putting up pictures of my kids, then it kind of made it more wholesome and it added another dimension which people previously didn't see before. I see. I never, so there was I, a strategy towards your sh- uh, around no, your sharing. Yeah. This whole thing was this whole crazy video actually has just been it's just been one snow. It was, it's just been a snowball effect. That's what it's been. Okay. Nothing was planned. <laughs> so on Twitter we have a uh, you know a tweet from Mutinane Morena and he says. Social media has turned to being our excitement hub to a point where we don't think of the negative impact that comes with us exposing our kids um, to social media. And he says in future, he's going to be careful. And, um, you know, someone else says that, um, you know, her name is Umpile and she's guilty of of sharing a lot, but she's reduced. And she says there'll be no more Insta or Twitter um, posts, but just WhatsApp statuses for selected contacts. So I think Mm -hmm. things like WhatsApp and, and Instagram are cool in that you can choose yeah. who sees the content. But um, Twitter Twitter's is, is challenging, I must say. And I spent a considerable amount of my life on, on Twitter. So, I mean, Riona, so what have you found? What, what, which platform works best in terms of limiting who has access to the, to the photos or the information? Well, like um, the, your, your lady in studio also, she said that you can, you can make your, your uh, platform private. That's, that's cool if you, like, you're not, not an influencer, not in the public limelight, mm-hmm. if you're just doing it for your personal use. Uh, Instagram also have a new feature on the story. Like, I, I love filling my story up. Um, they have a feature, it's a little green star at the bottom. It says close friends. So you can click on that and you can choose the people that you want to see your story. So, for example, if I just chose my family and I had put that tantrum up there, it's perfectly fine. I mean, my brother is, is, you know, he might might enjoy seeing his niece going through a tantrum, you know, whereas 
another person, like the guy that called me out, didn't find it so cool because he couldn't relate to my daughter, you know? Mm. Okay. So, so uh, there yeah. are things like Facebook as well. You can yeah. change the privacy on your Facebook mm. your album. So I have an album, which I haven't really updated in a while, but it, it, you can just... So it's just for family. So I've just chosen my mom and my cousin and my brother. They are the only people that can see that album and it's got the kids in it. But with social media, you never know, as you said, once it's on the internet, it's on the internet, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. taking, we're still taking your calls on Sidebar Cindy and 86 Hashtag Sidebar Cindy, Kai FM Talk. Narato, back to you. Welcome. Yeah. And during the break... You mentioned something that made my hair stand. Yes. <laughs> so tell us what what we were talking about. So we were talking about um, actually children in other jurisdictions who have sued their parents um, for posting their images online without their permission and also for refusing to take down those images. So, you know, as your child grows older, maybe your child is now 13 or, you know, a teenager and they see all those pictures and they're like, mommy, it's enough. Please take them down. And, you know, the parent didn't want to. So the child took the parents to court. And, and this was in France. This was in France. And actually, um, yeah, France has a a um, legislation where actually they protect um, children uh, when you're not allowed. You're not allowed to, to put children online. There's actually legislation against that. So, yeah, basically you can be fined or even, you know, serve some jail time. But um, for this kid, she managed to get um, some money from her parents and obviously uh, a court order to remove all, were taken yes, down. all the pictures. Because, I mean, you think it's cute, you know, maybe your child is now potty training and you're taking a picture of the kid, um, potty training or maybe the kid is learning how to swim or you're trying, you take a picture of the child who's naked while they're taking a bath and you think it's cute. But, you know, when the child is now 13, 12, maybe even 16, it's not cute anymore and it's still up on, on, on social media. And, you know, some people can actually use it um, to bully your child. Mm. Um, you know, so, yeah, so this child actually sued. And, you know, in South Africa, we are waiting for something like that to happen. And, yeah, um, hopefully I can be the first to break that case. Well, I hope it won't be with me. <laughs> I, I am going back and I'm going to check all my social media posts. I mean... So, so one of the other things about social media is that it's actually a way of us storing our photos. Yes, right. I mean, Facebook has probably got almost everything that I that you know I've taken in the last twelve years since mm. I joined, and mm. that's where all my pictures, the majority of my pictures, are stored. And that's the reason why social media is still important in yes. my life because it stores our pictures. Of course. Um, but what you've just shared is very insightful in that we'll have to think twice mm. about what we post. Yes. As, you know, forward thinking and mm-hmm. thinking of the future. Yes. So my daughter, Nandi, has turned 10. She turned 10. And my husband, Marinas, and I made a decision that we're going to stop posting, um, posting her after mm-hmm. something happened. And um, someone mentioned seeing a video of her online. Yeah. And the video that I'd posted wasn't what she thought but she came home and she demanded to talk to me like very stern mom i want to talk to you wow and i said to her why and she said then then she was upset with me for sharing so she assumed what the video was and then she just started shouting at me Mm. and i realized on that day i mean i corrected her i managed the whole situation but i actually realized on that day that if i was in her shoes and a stranger came up to me and said to me i saw a video that your mom posted of of you yes she immediately thought of the the, the little videos we have where we're singing or just mm. goofing around. Mm. And I thought to myself, if I was 10 years old or nine years old and actually when yes. it happened, I'd have also reacted in that way. Mm. And that's when we made the decision that, okay, so we should minimize the posts about Unandi. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Umani will carry on, but it's going to become an age where we also minimize posts yes. um, of him. And I think it's very important that uh, kids actually give permission on whether they want to be on or not. Because, I mean, essentially you are creating a whole digital um, footprint, a whole digital CV of this child before they can even consent to it. So, I mean, um, you know, later on in life, maybe you want to go into varsity or whatever. um, You have this whole digital platform that you didn't even consent to. All these pictures, maybe your mom thought they were cute, maybe they're not cute. um, And, you know, they they affect you as you grow up you know there's also cyberbullying and people or uh, even like friends and um, you know people at school peers they can use it against your child um, you know because you still have those pictures up so I think it's very very important that kids um, you know consent 
to whether they want to be on or not. And, you know, when you get to an age, you can always remove, maybe they won't be, um, you know, maybe you might not find, but you can try and remove some of the images um, off of, of the social media platform. So in terms of, of job prospects, it just said yes. 20 years from now, how would this have an impact on So on, now, on that? basically, it's now talking about teenagers. So teenagers uh, these days, they use social media as their diary, they blogging, um, you know, they're doing all kinds of crazy things that, you know, we used to do on Mixit. You know, I grew up, I'm the, I'm the Mixit generation. So um, now everything is literally public. And, you know, maybe you are smoking, you are sexting um, on a public platform. You know, you're posting nudes or you're posting all kinds of, of just shady um, dealings. Maybe you're smoking, you're drinking underage, um, you're cyberbullying other people. And, you know, you just have created this reputation that's not maybe good. So maybe if you want to apply to a high school or a varsity, um, you know, some of these people actually, they go on your profile and they look um, to see what has this person been up to? Is this perfect? Is this person a perfect candidate um, for our platform or for our university? No, this person actually looks a little dodgy. So we are actually not going to hire them or we're not going to take them to be a part of our school because they just have a shady, um, you know, digital past. So, I mean, for, for teenagers especially, because I usually talk to them and some of the content that they post is just, you know, ungovernable. And when you bring this up with them, what do they, what do they say? I mean, as soon as we've had the conversation, I think they realize, um, you know, the dangers that come with, with social media. Because, I mean, especially girls, I think girls are more prone to actually being cyberbullied or, or being um, lured by um, pedophiles and people who want to sexually groom them um, because of what they see. I mean, kids these days have role models such as Kylie Jenner and, you know, they think, you know, it's, everything is just very sexual. And people just want to always, kids, they want to emulate what they see um, on social media. So, okay, Kylie Jenner has a million followers like this. This is mostly the pictures that they post. So let me just, you know, follow suit, take off my top, uh, topless. People will go through to the extremes to to get likes. You know, I had a kid who told me that, you know, she she's trying to get a thousand likes and she's in primary school. Um, she's trying to get, you know, a thousand followers. And I'm like, how are you trying to get a thousand? How do you even know a thousand followers? You know, and it's like, no, I just want to hit that mark because they are following the people that they're following on social media and they try to aspire to that. So I always even say to parents, um, a child does not have a right to a cell phone. It's a privilege. Okay, and then what age would a child then... Um you know, what age do you think is appropriate for a child to have a cell phone? Well, most of, most of uh, social media platforms require you to be 13 years old to actually have a, a profile, a social media profile, and obviously with your parents' permission. And this is because of, of, of personal information and, and um, you know, the, the privacy of that information to protect that information. So you have to be 13 and older um, to actually be on social media platforms. And in our, other jurisdictions like Europe, for WhatsApp, you actually need to be 16 years old. Um, to have. Yeah, you have to be 16 years old. So it's very important that even if you give your child a cell phone, ensure that you have that conversation, that ensure that your 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 social media platform is private. Um, all the people that you, you accept, I need to see. I need to see who you're talking to. I need to see who you're sharing. Um, you know, I need to be your follower. I need to be your friend um, so that I can monitor, um, you know, the stuff that you're posting. You know, I have a 13-year-old sister um, she is on Instagram, but it's not her name and it's not even her profile picture. She doesn't have any. She just sees what other people are doing, but she doesn't post anything. And she's very well aware um, of the dangers, you know, that come with social media. So it's very, very important that when you give your child a phone, because I mean, these days parents are so lazy. You give your child a tablet, you know, a child two years old can do whatever. Um, no, we used to, we use we use social yes. media and tablets as, as 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 babysitters. Yes. So even what they're exposed to, the content that they're exposed to, maybe you have Netflix. Um, are you ensuring that your Netflix is for the kid? Because you know there's Netflix kids. Are you ensuring that it's just for kids? You know, is your child going to be watching, um, you know, 
things that they're not supposed to be seeing, maybe extreme violence, maybe pornography, um, all that type of content. So, I mean, it even goes back to the type of content. Are you monitoring, um, you know, the type of content that your children are watching? Are you ensuring that there are certain softwares on the cell phone, on the tablet, on the internet, so that your child does not go to certain pages where they might be exposed to other people that may start asking them for nudes? You know, so those are some of the um, conversations that you should have with your child before you give them a cell phone. Um, yeah. Well, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy, and I'm in studio with Lerato Ntwampe, a social media legal consultant, and we're speaking about sharing, saying how much is too much information to share about your kids on social media. And I have a guest online, Riona Maharaj, and she's a mommy of three, and um, she, she has quite a social media digital footprint, um, and she, but she shares very carefully and strategically, um, you know, um, her kids. Riona, in terms of giving your kids cell phones, um, what age... Um, have you chosen to let your kids have have a phone? Oh, wow. What you, what everything that was just spoken of, I actually had a very similar conversation mm-hmm. with a friend of mine whose daughter is uh, a little bit older than mine. Um, I am old school. I haven't crossed that. I haven't come to that crossroad yet, and I'm dreading it. But I mean, when I was at varsity, I was given a cell phone, and when I did not take care of it, it was taken away from me. So I don't think my kids need a. I don't think my children need a cell phone. Um, my daughter, there's been times where sport has been cancelled, and she's phoned me from school. I think it cost one hundred and twenty or something like that mm-hmm. for her to contact me. So she has that. She has the 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 means to contact me without having a cell phone. She knows she's not allowed to have a cell phone. She hasn't. She's the type of child that doesn't demand things, and mm-hmm. um, so she understands. My second child on the other hand, it's completely different. And I know when we're going to go through the same phase, it's going to be like, but mom, everyone else has it. Why mm. can't I have it? So I haven't really, um, I'm, my kid, it's still a little bit premature for that conversation. Yeah. I think that the, the laws in Europe, you know, I just heard that now for the mm-hmm. first time. And that I think 16 is a more responsible age. I still think at 13, you're still very immature and you're trying, it's more peer pressure and the, you, you know, you want to please your friends and you want to be mm. accepted um, more than anything else. I mean, everything that was just brought up now with the, you know, the younger people and their need to get followers and like mm. and, and fit in. Uh, yeah. Yes. And exude like sexuality and stuff. I mean, yeah. there's some girls that I look at on, on social media and they are just a little bit older than my daughter. Mm. But they look like women. I mean, I, I've never even looked like that my entire life. When I was in, when I was 13, I looked like a boy and I was mm. happy, <laughs> you know? So, um, because I think social media is also, and all, all these other like international influences, the Kardashians yes, and yes. people like that have made girls, um, have, have, have portrayed women or like girls to, to try to be a particular type of woman, you know, depict themselves in ways that are unrealistic. And mm. I mean, it's so enhanced. Mm. I mean, look at the makeup and everything. Yeah. It's, mm. it's not real anymore. Yeah. I mean, you can look like a Kardashian just by doing your makeup mm. the way they do it, you know? Yeah. We still have Riona Maharaj um, online. She's a mom of three and she's also into advertising. And I also still have Ularaton Dwampe in studio, social media legal consultant. And we're still talking about sharing. And, um, you know, before we went on the break, you brought up some very important points. Yes. Um, about about how everything that we see on social media is not necessarily the truth. Yes. And um, and I think as a parent, it's important for us to to to, to let our kids know early on that mm. you can't believe everything you see. I mean, you were telling me about an app that, that enhances your face and puts makeup on you. Yes, there's an app that puts makeup on you and literally you can, every time you take a picture, you can take a picture without makeup on. You go on the app, you choose whatever look that you want, smoky eye, you know, you can lodge anything, you can Shape, uh, change the shape of your nose, your lips, your eyes, make them bigger, and then yeah, voila, you can just post without even having put makeup on. So, you know, a question that 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 I'm now asking myself as we're having this conversation, you know, between you and Riona on side part, Cindy, is, you know, my kids see me on my phone quite a lot, mm. right? And and they, they 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 sometimes see what I post, especially if it's about them. How am I now going to talk to them about the risks? 
of, of, of social media and so on when I myself am seen to spend a considerable amount of time on this platform. But I think you don't just post about, you know, your children. I think you do advocacy work there. And I think it's very important that your children know that, that mm. I'm actually helping a lot of people with some of this, the stuff and that you share. So I don't think it's all bad. And I don't think social media is bad. You just have to use it responsibly and know that whatever you put out there, you're doing it responsibly and that it's not harmful to anyone else. So I think if you're doing great work, it's amazing. You definitely use it. You can get as many opportunities as you can on social media. I usually tell the kids that I, I speak to that use social media in a meaningful way where you can create an impact or create change um, by using it. Not using it, you know, to, to be a bully or using it to be harmful to other people, to be a troll, to be mean, to insult other people. So just use it for for change and use it to create an impact. And I think if you can use it for those opportunities and even to create opportunities yourself, maybe if you have a talent, use social media, you know, to share that talent um, instead of being a troll and being a mean person on social media. Okay, well, we have some tweets. We have a tweet from Pindile Lovo, um, underscore Pindile. And she says, I personally do not share. My son's face is always hidden. Firstly, social media is cruel. Mm -hmm. Next thing, your baby's a meme. Yes. Second, I'm not comfortable with his pictures screen grabbed and shared. Mm -hmm. I'll not even check in until I'm back at home. That's Good. how protective she is. Yes. And another um, um, comment from at Sunday underscore dear. She says that he or she says, I personally think sharing your children on social media should be made illegal and incorporated into the Children's Act. I agree. How much attention do you need that you have to use your children for it? Let them grow up and put themselves out there. They might be minors, but they deserve privacy. Mm, they do. And, um, yeah, that's quite a hard-hitting tweet, I must say. That, that's, that's deep. <laughs> I'm sorry. Children's <laughs> Act, I'm not sure about that. No, but actually, it should be covered because if, if, it, if um, you know, and it is covered, mm -hmm. if you are putting your child in danger... The act does protect because at the end of the day, you have to put the best interest of the child first. And Natalie also has a comment um, from Twitter and she says, I don't think it's fair on kids when their parents use their lives and issues as content. Mm. The internet doesn't forget and kids at school can be cruel. And I Very. think we've spoken about yes. that and that's where the cyberbullying comes in. Yes. Um, and cyberbullying is quite a huge um, issue. I mean, we've had the kid, a kid just a few uh, months ago who committed suicide because she had sent a nude to a boy that she liked and the boy threatened, you know, to, to share that picture and she just decided to take her life so i mean it you know cyberbullying can go to that extreme where somebody actually takes their life because um of something you know that you might have over them so i even tell children that even if you take a picture of yourself naked especially teenagers you are creating child pornography and that's against the law um, you know, because, you know, we have uh, an institution called the Film and Publication Board and a huge part of their mandate is actually to protect children. Um, so how are we going to protect children if children don't even know that they are creating the content themselves? You I'm know? learning a lot tonight. Yes. Yeah, so there is something called child pornography and it's basically when kids are engaged in a sexual um, act or maybe their um, boobs or, you know, genitalia is exposed. Um, those pictures can actually end up on Pornhub, on Pornhub and as a result it's called child pornography which is illegal in South Africa um, it's illegal in terms of the Film and Publication Act and also the Sexual um, matter, Offenses and uh, Related Matters Act um, so it's, it's, it's definitely illegal so I, I do have conversations with children that you actually you shouldn't create because it's creation and as soon as you send it to Dr. Cindy it's now distribution so all of those things is against the law to do that. So those are conversations that you should have with your children before you even give them the cell phone. I mean, we have another tweet from Utorizam um, and she says, I share so little on the, on the more public platforms such as Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Mm. She mostly shares on WhatsApp. Um, she says, I'm no celeb, but I'm afraid to overexpose her. Yeah. I mean, to overexpose, and it's very, very um, easy because, you know, you'll even, if you check on some of the celebrities' um, pictures, um, most of the likes are when they post their children. They get the most likes then. And what is that fascination, you know, about putting kids out there and then getting all these likes? Some of them even have, you know, personal pages for, for their children. Um, but I think it's, 
if if you have a vision maybe for your child and you want your child maybe to be a child star you know go ahead but i think just do it in limits ensure that you don't put everything uh, protect the child's personal information on there and don't share things that might be used for wrong purposes and that might end up on Pornhub or that might end up you know in um you know pedophiles in the wrong hands Sidebar, Cindy on KFM 95.9. Riona, before we let you go, um, just a few comments um, from you on, on the, the issue of, of sharing thing. Yeah. I'd, I'd like you to well, share, yeah. I'm, so di- I'm just digesting everything that I just heard. Mm. <laughs> I'm also in digestive mode. I am going to have to adjust a lot of things about my social media sharing I, 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 i'm thinking about my children like now i, I you know and, and i've got girls as well yeah. so wow that's a lot to think about and i mean it's, it's so relevant um basically in a nutshell all i can say is that you know if you are a parent and you are sharing your your kids on social media especially if you have a public platform just be extra vigilant extra cautious um there's nothing wrong with sharing your kids, mm. but but do it in a light that it doesn't it doesn't embarrass them, it doesn't um, it doesn't ridicule them, it also doesn't give away a lot of about their about you know about their loca- location, mm-hmm. um, their school, just everything that I spoke about earlier. Just yeah. be mindful when you po- think about it before yeah. you just hit that post button mm-hmm. because we live in an, the digital age is so dangerous. It just it just it just means typing in your name and and you know. Um, a predator can have all this information about you. I mean, I don't even want to go down that that road. Yeah. But like, I mean, somebody can stalk you. Somebody can kidnap you. It, it's there because yeah. you're putting it out there. Yeah, and it's and all you're us. Be mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, thank you so much, Riona. Thank you so much for joining us on um, Sidebar Cindy on Kai FM. Thank you. Also, number plate. I'm just going to leave that there. Yes. Don't put your number plate. Okay. <laughs> thank you very much for that. No problem. Bye. Okay. We have a caller um, from Johannesburg. Nonto, welcome to Sidebar, Cindy on KFM. Hi, Dr. Cindy. Thanks for having me. Um, my issue was, I'm, I heard you guys mention how, you know, you had an age where you're going to give your children cell phones and what's the right age and so on. I have a little brother who's um, attending a school where they have stopped issuing textbooks. And in order for them to have the material, um, it was a um, request that we give them tablets. Mm -hmm. So already, you know, you're trying to stop them from being exposed to technology at such a young age. But from grade eight, um, they're told that if they they want their books, it has to be a tablet. It has to be um, this technology that they already have to get used to. So that's another issue that we'd be struggling with. You know, you're trying to protect them. But at the same time, school um, are now putting in these requests as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, very true, known to what you're saying. And it's something that, um, you know, I've, I'm also working towards. Um, and I know that the Department of Education, basic education, is also trying to, um, you know, try and, and address those um, by bringing in a digitally literacy, uh, what digital literacy um, course where children actually learn from a young age how to actually, you know, approach the Internet. And it's also important that even if, um, you know, it is a requirement by the school, but you as a parent have access. You can block whatever internet, so you can block your children from actually going into the internet and finding certain information. So there are softwares that you can get for your for your tablet that ensure that your child doesn't, um, you know, try and search porn websites or stuff like that. But also, it's the school's responsibility, and as a parent, you can um, force this upon the school to actually ensure that the internet has uh, or Wi-Fi that they use. Um, there's, um, you know. There's, there's basically a software which infiltrates whatever dodgy things that they want to, mm-hmm. to take. So I know with my brother's school, they can't access Facebook. They can't access any social media okay. platforms because the school has blocked those sites. They can't even search for porn. And also something that's very important because ch- um, parents can ensure these, but uh, can ensure that, you know, the, the child's phone is secure. But you don't know that, um, you know, my kid... Uh, you know, has porn and can share. There's this app called Share It, and it's basically the devil because you can have any software on your phone, but with Share It, I can literally share anything. So ensure that your child doesn't even have that on their phone. 
because okay. yeah Nunta thank you so much for your call alright well I, just to add I think now we need to be educated as parents yeah. um, where can we find out information about the software that we can put on our phones um, where can we learn how to actually you know use these things yeah. as well to protect our kids from, from this no, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Miss Ntwampe. So it's at Miss N-T-W-A-M-P-E. Or there's my other page, Larato Ntwampe. And I do share quite a few things on there. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Nonto. This has been a very sobering conversation. Um, I think in, in, you know, in closing, I'd like you to share nuggets for us parents, okay. future parents, caregivers, on how we can... Make sure we protect our kids mm. from the risks of, of, of the internet and um, social media. Okay, so if you are going to be posting uh, pictures of your children, make sure that it's a private account. That's one. Two, make sure that you don't tag any friends or relatives or uh, because strangers might use that information. Um, so if I tag your family members, I can know exactly that, okay, this is Auntie Jackie. And when I approach your child, I already have that information that, hey, look, I know Auntie Jackie. I know Auntie Cindy. I know Auntie Jack and, you know, that, and that familiarity and, makes yes, the child comfortable exactly also avoid posting anything that shows vulnerability uh, of the child so maybe your child is a loner and you, you tweet about that, that oh my child is such a loner or my child likes to be isolated or my child likes so don't post that vulnerability because um, pedophiles then can use that against you or the, the child and, and try and get, gain the, 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 trust the trust of, of a of child, child you know because they know that okay this is a loner this is how I can actually try and and, um, you know, get into their feelings. And even um, teenagers, don't post too much about about your life. Maybe your mom didn't want to get you a phone or whatever, because then you'll have a stranger who's offering to buy it for you. But you don't know what, you know, uh, exchanges they might want from that. Because these days you don't need a bank account. I just literally need your cell phone number and I can send you money and you can do whatever. Um, make sure that um, the location is off. So location should not be um, be on when you take the picture. And then if uh, don't share any personal information. So full name, um, identity number, name of the school, kid with the school uniform, make sure you cover the school badge. Um, ensure also that the school has a social media policy in place. Um, they can always contact me for one if they need one. Uh, make sure that they have that and you as a parent also consent mm, um, to, to what they the post. Policy, yeah. yeah. So those are some of the few things. Things. And also um, consider a family link. So there's what we call a family link account. So if you have kids that are already downloading um, stuff on their cell phones, games or whatever, ensure that you have a family link account so that whatever they try to download, you as a parent are aware and you can actually approve whether you, they are allowed to, to download that. And usually that um, download always comes with a age restriction. So okay. you, uh, you as a child, as a parent can check the age restriction. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that letter. Um, I've learned a lot and obviously I'm going to ma- be making some serious changes going forward. Um, it was great having you on Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.